Sound Space, brought to you by Spectrum Life, bringing you real life, real conversation, and real advice from the best in class experts across all areas of physical and mental well being. Join our host weekly and learn how to improve and reflect on your well being. Welcome to Family Life Podcast, hosted by me, Anita Fletcher, and brought to you by Soundspace. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by mother of three, Lynn Tui. And during today's episode, we will chat about the pandemic and how we were thrown into working from home, the missed milestones like communions and confirmation, and the joy of getting to know our children again. We'll also speak about the fears about the return to school and what we can look forward to now the pandemic is coming to an end. So for this and more, stay tuned to Family Life Podcast, brought to you by Soundspace. Hello, everybody. You're all very welcome to today's Family Life Podcast. I'm joined today by Lynn Tui. Lynn is a finance ad- administrator for the CDETB and is a very proud mother of three young children and has been greatly impacted by the pandemic. And I think today, the reason that I wanted Lynn on today was because she has got children of all different ages. She is a full-time working mother who was working in the office and was like quite a lot of us thrown in the deep end in setting up a home office and homeschooling and all of that almost two years ago now. So Although we seem to be coming out the other side of it, we've still got the kind of the, the, the impact is still coming out in our children, in our working life and in our family life balance. So this is why Lynn is with us today. So, Lynn, you're very welcome. Thanks very much. Nice. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great. I'm absolutely delighted that you could make it. So, Lynn, tell us a little bit about you and about your family and where you are with work now and working from home or is it a hybrid or where are you? So at the moment, I have three children who are now 10, 9 and 7. And um, they're all in school, in primary school. Um, in March 2020, we were told, obviously, lockdown was happening. And from then, I've been working from home. So that was so it was literally like the next day. So we sat in my office with the um, screen opened. Leo Radker was coming on. There was like five or six people coming around listening in into the um the briefing I was scrambling saying I need a laptop I need this I need and what I needed to set up working from home so at that time I was working in a payroll section in a trainee payroll section so that couldn't have gone down people still needed it was paramount so there was a big scramble um from from me kind of being proactive to say right let's get this going and um, we'd meetings in the center, obviously, to to say, what what can we do from home? Is it possible? And, you know, yeah. so we had a kind of emergency contingency plan. So from then, I think it was around 12th March and um, kids were all home and we were thrown into homeschool, working from home, you know, um, and because the job that I had I had to happen no matter what. So I was kind of strict with a routine. Um, right. A lot of parenting courses that I had kind of been aware of was like, right, set your routine up straight away. And we did that. For, so from the get go, we were waking up in the mornings. We were getting dressed uh, up, washed, dressed, ready as if we were going to school or out to work. And Great. all of us around the kitchen table. And yeah. um, my husband was still working 
um, he was still going out to work. So it was myself, the three children at home at the kitchen table doing yeah. everything all together. So it was an experience. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, Lynn? Like, I don't know about you, but I know for me, I have four children as well. Now, mine are a little bit older. So now they are 13, 17, 18 and 21. So back then we kind of, you know, two years younger. Um, but it was it was difficult, right? Because we were obviously all thrown in at the deep end. You know, parents working from home, children having to school from home. But it, it kind of gave us, and I don't know if you find, found it the same, but it kind of gave us that kind of sense of closeness again. It reminded us of the fact that we actually really liked each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but that's, that's the thing. When you're working full-time outside the home, you're literally coming in at five o'clock, you're rushing to get the dinner done, you're rushing out to football, dancing, whatever it is in the evening, you're not really talking, how's your day yet, yeah, Grant, and that was it, and you're, yeah. you're kind of, your time was so pressed to get them up and ready for school, then the next morning it was just, so it really slowed us down, and I loved it, I read the first lockdown, I absolutely loved it, Um, we've, you know, work, the work, itself became okay what's essential what's not essential how much of the work does actually need to be done and yeah like for that day so you know um obviously everything was paper-based beforehand and then it was all online you know so um there was a like there was a lot of obviously getting used to you know yeah. lots, lots of things to get used Prioritizing to Prioritizing things absolutely and, but just yeah. being there with the kids I was I was so grateful to have that time yeah. with them you know Lovely. it was great yeah. I was yeah. only seeing their little personalities and yeah. you know there was lot, obviously lots of stress you know because at yeah. that time um my youngest god she was six or so five or six and um I was like, oh my God, she's not sitting up to do this and she's not sitting up to do this. And you know, we had a parent teacher me and she was like, mm, the kids don't sit down that long. You know, you know, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, like, you know, my eldest is real studious, you know, <laughs> the kids don't yeah. sit that long. And I kind of made go, all right, okay. Do you know, it's fine. Okay. What we get done yeah. is fine. Um, yeah. And we got through loads of stuff, like we, you know, that how they write kind of yeah. improved because I was sitting with them so yeah. much. They like yeah. my son at that stage would have said, I'm just not into reading. I'm not into reading. Don't don't do books, you know, and was yeah. like completely dead against it. And then Santa brought him Dogman books, which is like a I don't know if you know them. But they're like Dave Dav Pilkey books. It's like Captain Underpants. Oh, yes. OK. Yeah. Comic in a book. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's an avid reader now. You know, he, right. he will like, yeah. you know, so things like that, that yeah. I don't know whether we would have had without the pandemic. You know, yeah, you don't know whether or not you would have had that breakthrough with him because he was with other people who didn't really. And I mean, we can't blame teachers on this because they have 30 other kids in a class yeah. that they have to, you know, they have to try and get to know their personalities. But you're right, Lynn, it kind of took me back to the same thing. It's just getting to know them again and allowing them to get to know us. Absolutely. And also them seeing us working. Do you know what I mean? Like them actually seeing what we do, that we don't just drop them off at school and go home and twiddle our thumbs all day. Yes. You know, they're part of a much bigger thing. And I think that our kids realise that. And I think a lot of them grew up and a lot of them took great responsibility and a lot of them learned some fantastic life skills. Absolutely. That's it. Well, like even with, say, um, there was times, you know, you're on calls and you can't, so it's, you can't 
tented or every kind of call yeah. you know it's like yeah so even that you know knowing the snacks there or you know right this is the drawer with all the fruit you can go help yourself yeah. as much as you want here like you know this is the time we'll be breaking for lunch and uh, you know yeah. running so, uh, so giving them a time saying right uh, this is my lunch break we'll go we'll do a lap of the park we'll go we'll kick the ball right. over the, the yeah. goals and whatnot so um yeah. it was great the routine obviously saved us so yeah. much do you yeah. know um but yeah it was um, lovely to, to their skill sets do you know yeah was just, just to see them expand yeah and uh, you're right because over the the throughout the pandemic definitely the parents that I spoke to who had some sort of set routine like same bedtime same yeah. wake time same meal times they had a much easier less stressful day yeah. of it yeah. you know which made them be able to do their work from home because yeah. their children felt like a beer team that's it, that's it and then when we did have pajama days they were really really great do you know what I mean yeah. it wasn't like it was like a novelty to say all right yes you know it's Saturday well let's try stay in bed late so like yeah. you know the force went up and we're like oh why did you have to get up we've no yes. ball or we've nothing like yeah, yeah. You know? so yeah. it was it was great to have this quiet day at that time yeah. Yeah. yeah and now here we are almost hopefully touch wood I touch wood as we sit here Lynn because I'm thinking are we or aren't we because we don't really know if we're coming or going True. but what we do know is that the kids started back in school in September yeah. And I know that August was a very stressful month for a lot of parents Absolutely. because I had them on the other end of the phone with all of their fears and all of their concerns, theirs and their children. Yeah. How did you find August and the run up to getting back to school in September? Did you have fears? Did the children have fears? Well, the, we were excited in one way, you know, to get back and, you know, the fact yeah. that the kids were no moving problem. into the next class and they had new teachers and all of that so there was there was a bit of excitement but there was also um you could see their little confidence knocked do you know you could kind of see them kind of gone oh, I'm not too sure about this is this okay and is that okay mm-hmm. and um but we did the whole you know just a couple of days before school buying the new pencil cases and you yeah. know we went shopping for socks and we went um you know all the little bits that we could do together we did yeah and um so it was so it was exciting um no it was yeah. a, a little bit nerve-wracking for yeah. um for me I think kids not so much yeah um, because they had something to look forward to and obviously then you had like you just said there you had put in place the normalcy so you remind them like oh well you're always got doesn't matter what's going on around it you're always going to have this pencil case doesn't matter what's going on around you you've always got this school bag these are your normal daily things that you're going to have the familiar things going to school so that was you setting them up with that would have really relieved their fears and anxieties yeah yeah and that's and the thing as well Anita is sometimes it doesn't matter how much you plan because there's not like my youngest is seven and she is our little whirlwind absolute whirlwind and she's uh she's fierce so the plan coming up to school it was like right okay you know I'm buying our, all our new kind of bits and she was real happy and yeah. we went out and we, she's picked out socks and um I was like oh yeah great is these the ones you want yeah those are the ones I want are you sure gave her another option no no yeah, sure it was a real it was a real thing I was like great great because you know she can everyone can be hit and miss I was thinking how are we going to yeah. get up in the morning out yeah. the door like you know 
I remember, I remember I'm being taken back here. Yeah, well, I was thinking great planning, even though I yeah. was like doing a right to the wire. So that was grand. Wakes her up the next morning, puts her new uniform on and her skirt on and her buttons up and her tie on and her socks. And she was like, no, I'm not wearing those. I was like, well, Nora, these are the socks. Like, these are the socks you picked, you know. Um, and she was like, no, no, they're too long. They're too white. They're too long. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, OK, no problem. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, it's, it's that moment that, you know, could either go completely yeah. <laughs> oh, or like say, stay with it, you know. We're so sliding doors here. Absolutely. So we had um, I, another pair of socks that are white from last year that she probably wore yeah. a handful of times. What about these? No, no, they're they're not white enough. So oh, these are too long and white, and these are not white enough. It's like grand. That's grand. I was like, what had wine socks? Got a pair, and she was like, no, no. So I left them where I says, okay, here's your two pairs of socks to choose from. I'm going to go do something else and I'll come back and see which socks you pick. So yeah. I go in and she has a pair of, you know, the trainer socks that are disappear in between. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see your school oh, shoes. No. So she had her lovely skirt on and it looked like she had no socks on where her school shoes. Like, oh no, you can't, you know, you have to. She was like, oh, look. So we says, come on, we'll try a few different socks on and see which feel best, right? And we're always up really early, so loads of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so our brother had um, new grey socks that came up, say, halfway to the shin. I was like, right, these yeah. are half medium. Put these on. At least you could see them under her shoes. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, it didn't look like I was sending her to school with no socks on the fourth day. You know, I don't want to be one of those mammies that like, you that know. Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> go to that sure yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she, she was happy enough with the grey socks and that was great. And um, we're driving around to school. And I was like, God, that wasn't too bad. You know, I really Jeez. expected an explosion of something. Yeah, yeah. More so, pullback, yeah. So we're driving down, uh, nearly getting to the school, and she says, uh, I'm not too sure our class I'm going into. And I was like, Well, look, I'll park at the gate, you know, you can run in, and there's going to be lots of teachers there to show you your way. So, yeah, our big sister and big brother is going in, so they can walk you with you. And uh, she was like, Actually, do you know what? You stay in the car, man. I'm fine. And I was like, Oh, wow, this is brilliant. Yeah. So I pulled in at the, um, the park the car parking space and there's yeah. a zebra crossing behind the car so in the rear view mirror I see them all hugs and kisses out the door runs across the zebra crossing and I look down and she had no socks on she was after uh, her socks off in the car <laughs> and putting her little trainer socks back on I was like bye ma'am god that's why she wanted you to stay in the car <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, I'm so proud going, oh my God, look at how resilient you are going in there. It's like, no, no, she just wanted to not wear our socks. So anyway, well, you know what, Lynn? Sometimes, you know, when they say choose your battles. Absolutely. Like, what harm, in all honesty, did it yeah. do by her going to school there with a little pair of ankle socks on? Other no. than the teacher thinking, oh God, the poor child has no socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The poor child, like, like, Gleaming everything else, but not yeah. <laughs> no stuff. But look, this is these are the funny parts of our yeah. children going to school, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of them, thank thankfully, yeah. right? Well, on your when with the kids were going back, Lynn, were you concerned about sending them back when it came to the pandemic and you know the the all the COVID rest- restrictions? Did you feel like you had enough information, or were you fearful of sending them back? sending them back should I say 
Yeah, I was. I was fearful in the fact that I just felt there's going to be another big wave. All the kids yeah. are going to be out and all of like I was really worried about it going what am I meant to do I'm obviously still able to work from home thankfully and um, it'll be hybrid working going forward right but um it was like it, it was a big kind of worry and it, literally they started back on a Thursday mm-hmm. um on the Friday evening I got a call from the principal to say that one of the children was close contact oh my god so the very next day the, very, the second day in so oh. God. so the first week back um the tours on friday the three of them went and the next week and um, only two of them were in so i had one home for the week oh my god so, yeah so that was very frustrating for him because yeah. he just wanted to get back in he was you know yeah, of course yeah well so, there was all this big build-up wasn't there so he's all prepared he's all ready for this he yeah. makes it worst day and then like that lead balloon the yeah. biggest year happens exactly so oh. it was it was very disappointing and I found then he was off for the week um, and then when he went in on the Monday he was so panicked I, like he cried yeah. him and he's not yeah. he's not a shy kid well he's yeah. not like he's not super kind of brash or anything but he's he's sensitive but he never well able to be you know, never had a problem with him going in school. And he, like, he he was really upset going in. And yeah. we had to do a little and, bit. And Lynn, did he have to have a COVID test? So when yes. he was a close contact, what was yeah. what had to happen then? So the phone call came in on the Friday. Um, didn't hear anything other than only had contact from the school. N- no one else. Right. Um, oh, okay. So you didn't get anything from the HSC saying? No. no right, okay. No. So this HSC just dealt with the school and the school dealt with us. Right, so okay. Friday straight away, we brought him for a test, which came back negative. And then he was to have a test the following weekend. So which would have been 10 days from the day of contact from the Thursday um, to make sure that he could go back to school on the following Monday. Right. OK. So that was like, obviously, we were out of sport. We were out of everything. Um, the gear, so the rules have changed so much all the way through. So yeah. it's really hard to navigate what is the family meant to do. And yeah. you're relearning all the restrictions of close contact, whether yeah. it's close contact because they're close contact or close contact of symptomatic oh, person. Close contact. Yeah. So yeah. It's such a minefield. So um, so that was like obviously you, you, I thought I had a good grasp of it. Okay, I know yeah. what to do. And then yeah. all of a sudden the goalposts have moved. Yeah. And you're like, what where am I in now? You know? So um so look that was the, the what we just had to deal with um and yeah. and that was kind um, of the worst fear come to light wasn't it straight away straight away yeah. and then so that that's fine now the following week all in for a week and then the friday the next child starts coughing oh <laughs> no so it's like okay we've tested her she's not got covid but she still has to be out until she's symptom free for a certain amount of time you know <sighs> and you're like oh you know yeah. and so because she was symptomatic, we were all um, restricting our movements that week. So we yeah. had missed out on family kind of uh, garden um, parties and um, lots of things that was just, you know, it was so frustrating, but that's yeah. the way it's going to be now. And like you said there, the rules are changing so often. We don't know if we're coming or going. And what happened today? Now, 
Yeah. You don't have to um, restrict movements or stay at home if you're a close con- if a child is a close contact, yeah. unless they're symptomatic. Yeah, yeah. So for your little boy, because he was asymptomatic, because he had no symptoms and no, no COVID, no. had it happened this week, he would have been allowed to stay yeah. in school. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's tough because, um, oh. you know, if there's someone in the house with symptoms, the whole, yeah. you know, it's just it's such a lot on effects and like that. Sure, look, we'll just see. We have to wait to be told everything, which is a bit frustrating. Yeah, you know? it is. But well, I think the silver lining, because there is always one, is the kids are back in school. They're yes. back with their peers. They're back That's learning. It. And they've got some sort of normality in their life, which That's is great. They're great. And they're, it's all training outdoors. So it's like, you know, they, it's so nice to see them with their little pals and yeah. running and skipping and being yeah. happy. It's just, yeah. it's amazing, you know. And from this week, they can all go back to their indoor classes for their yes. dancing, their karate, their, Hand you know. Step back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and that's really a, a big thing for them as well, isn't it? Uh, it really is. And just to be there with their friends and have their little bit of structure, but still have the fun of going to their dance class or, you know, I mean, they yeah. we can't wait to get back to dance. And now it's going to be so much fun, you know, to see everybody and see how yeah. much everybody's grown. That's what we can't wait. You know, the small yeah. ones like that were like tots kind of, yeah. now, like little. I, I got <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to be two years older and two years bigger and, you know, two years cheekier and like all of that stuff um can be enjoyed now is that we see a huge difference because you know yourself when the kids go back to school after a summer break there's a huge big difference in their personalities and their size and their attitude everything changes so being away from their dance classes or their karate or their you know any of their indoor activities that they've been away from for so long sure their 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 coaches won't know them the coach will be coming into a whole new ball game exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah. they will love it you know that will the the, the thing about it is is that uh like you said a few uh minutes ago our children are resilient they do they're more resilient more resilient sometimes than we give them credit for 100 percent. yeah so it's nice to be able to um to allow them to go back and, and take that step back into these classes even though they were away for a year and a half and it will be very hard for some of them yeah of course because, um like your little boy going into school with after 10 days off it was a big step for him yeah do you yeah. know so hard but like that he was able to get you and the next day it was not a bother do you know it's like you trust him with saying look you'll be fine and i'll be fine and we'll be fine when we finish the school day and yeah. you know you know, yeah so. exactly they do get to it and everything comes around everything comes back around everything that they missed for the last year we can wean all back into it and talking about things that they actually missed was a lot of communions were missed weren't they and confirmations and I know that you were affected by that I was actually yes so my eldest daughter was due to make her um communion May 2020 so it was yeah. um rescheduled then for November which right. um, or October, then November. So it's been pushed back so many times. So today yeah. we've just got a date for her communion. Um, and that was from May 2020. So not just this year. No, no, from last year, from the year before. Wow. So, and then I've, we were due to have one in May 2021. Sound Space will return after this brief message. Join me, Lauren Gilfoyle, as I chat to people from all walks of life about how they take on the challenge to make, manage and prioritise habits 
that benefit their well-being despite the busyness of the world around them. As a chartered physiotherapist and student of sports psychology, I'm interested not only in our exercise preferences, but our relationship with physical activity and exercise and how that might change as our circumstances do. So join us as we explore how others have adapted and navigated this so that you might too reflect on how to create a lifestyle that better serves you. So that's been just announced that we've, so they're a day apart now, hopefully in October. Fingers crossed. That should have been a year apart and now a day apart. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the younger one is obviously chuffed and the older one is not a bit impressed. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say. Yeah. yeah. Because the two girls, boy and girl, what is it? My eldest is girl. She's 10. And my youngest, or the middle um, lad, he's nine. And yeah, so there's the two of them. Right. So it'll be nice. We're, I was hoping they'd be on the same day, but the eldest is and she's not a bit impressed. She wants her day. <laughs> Of course she does. You know, so long for yeah, and it's a big part of growing up, isn't it, in Ireland, that we have our communion day and our confirmation day. Absolutely, it's the few little milestones that we actually have. You know, and just obviously, like we have birthdays every year, but it's not the same. It's like, yeah, you know. Now we did make a big deal of her turning ten, double digits. You know, like that was. What else could you do? <laughs> Lockdown, yeah. you know. Just make a big fuss of her. That's it. That's it. And uh, so, so she was well chuffed with that, at least. Yeah. Um, and you just have to make the best of it. So that's it. And they'll both get their day. That's yeah. the important part. So they both have their day. It might be a, you know a couple of days apart or a day apart. Yeah. But maybe they could even have a get together, a family get together on on one the weekend. Day exactly, because the they both yeah. stay are midweek as well, and evening time. So they're both at seven o'clock a day after each other during the week so um so even going for meals or anything afterwards like it might be too late because youngest is seven you know like to get more kids yeah they're only babies yeah i have to say myself my son was to make his confirmation last year as well he's in in fourth year now and um we got the, we just got the date today that he's going to be making this confirmation on the 27th of October. Now he doesn't even know yet because he was allowed back to his dance class today and he's there now. Uh, so he'll be very pleased when he comes back yeah. uh, to find out that he's going to be, you know, finally able to make his confirmation. Exactly. But it's so hard for the confirmation kids leaving the school and yeah. Do you know, like it, it's a yeah. it's a big thing, and I don't think a lot of the primary schools are not even as involved now with the confirmations. Oh. Like, no, you're gone at there. all. Yeah, Do you yeah. know at all. I know ours isn't anyway. It's just the parents that are that are doing it. Yeah. What I what I do feel though is that I know that it was huge disappointment them not making that confirmation, but the fact that it is happening now, right? It's happening during midterm break. Bit unfortunate for some people because everybody's like dying for midterm break so that they can get away with the kids because obviously during summer we weren't allowed to go away so there are going to be a few of them away but for those who are here they're going to get together again with their kid with the kids in sixth class that have all moved to different schools yeah that's great isn't it you know so yeah so that part again it's like a reunion happening yes. for so many people all over and ireland we all would have moved from diff- probably different schools and different secondary yeah. schools like, yeah that would be lovely that would be so nice and something we yeah. need to look forward to 
So it's something for them to look forward to. At least it's a little bit of positivity in a, in a world at the moment where we're kind of feeling that there has been so little to be positive about, you know? You just have to find a little bit snippets everywhere, it. don't you? Just yeah. what you're grateful for because we're lucky. We're, you know, thankfully none of us have been really ill or we haven't lost yeah. anyone, haven't lost jobs or, yeah. you know, we're so lucky and to get yeah. through it and come to the end and go, do you know what? We did it, you know? We made it. Yeah. Yeah. We made it. And then how are the kids now? How are they settled into school? Have they settled in? Are they worried still? Um, no, they're not worried. They're not, they're not, they're not worried. I wouldn't be overly anxious or I wouldn't be um having conversations in front of them or anything, you know. And um, we'd yeah. obviously be very um strict with our hand washing and our we hand sanitizer. And it's funny, like the the best one for everyone out of hand sanitizer is the youngest. Yeah, um, she carries she carries a little handbag, a little glittery handbag, and a little bottle of hand sanitizer, and it's so cute. And um, you know, and then the the older one because she's ten and she wants to look thirteen, she wears yeah. a mask. She'd be like, oh. Oh, you know, I'm, oh. I'm you know, <laughs> you're like you three for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I must wear my mask. You know, yeah. so um, so they're not too stressed about it. They're very settled in school. Yeah, and um, thankfully, um. Yeah their 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 work is fine they're still a little bit I suppose they're missing their teacher from last year because yeah. they've had them for two years so yeah. there's a real connection there and you know basically the teachers were in your home because they were on yeah. zoom or you know what I mean yeah. like everything so I, I suppose the closeness to their last year teachers yeah so there's still that little bit of transition going on yeah but other than that they're happy to be in school um happy to back to a bit of normality you yeah. know it's yeah. a long way at last yeah absolutely and that's really interesting that you say that as well Lynn, about them missing their teacher that they had throughout the the homeschooling yeah. right because so many people oh my god my heart went out to the teachers the kind of I think we all realized you know what the they have to do. do the job that they do and how yeah. we are really grateful to them for it but it's really interesting that you say that they miss them because they were a great support to the kids. Yeah. Did you find that? I did. I did. And we had, um, and like that, everybody was learning, like the likes yeah. of the Seesaw apps. Yeah. And um, I think Aladdin is another one. There's a few of them that's back and forth to the schools. But just, and there's like, some of the teachers were really good and they were like sending little voice notes going like, we've, we go to a Gale school. So you're like, ma who? And I don't know what, yeah. all these like things like that. You know, it's just so nice because we speak the odd bits of Irish, but we wouldn't be yeah. fluent speakers at home. But, to, you know, and to hear the kids kind of recording themselves back and yeah. just you felt like we were really part of it and they yeah. were really part of us. You yeah. know, like the teachers were just amazing, you know, and even the, the younger teachers for the younger classes, like the yeah. senior infants and the reading the little stories. And, you know, it's just yeah. you didn't have to do all that. They you know, did their best, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was lovely, you know, yeah. and it was lovely to see the kids grow and knowing that we had a part in that as well, you know, yeah. because we were probably we were probably a little bit guilty of leaving a lot of it up to the to the teachers. Do you know? Yeah. Like even um pencil grip and stuff like that. We would have done like we would have drawn at home with the kids, but yeah. just that kind of sitting with them and go, actually, do you know what? When yeah. you start at the top of the letter, you know, yeah. things like that, that, yeah. um, you know. You learn from yourself from being at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those fundamental foundations. 
Yes. I think that that's what we kind of were able to instill in our children throughout yeah. the pandemic, where we were all able to kind of sit back and say, ah, oh, that's what they, they kind of missed out on that. Let's take a step back. Yeah. Do you know? So it was really lovely. And Lynn, what are you looking forward to now? Um, well, we've obviously the communions coming up. Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be good. Um, I suppose what I it's just to kind of see them continuing to grow. You yeah. know, at the moment, it's just yeah. um just to feel to, to know to be, I suppose I'm going to be a lot more grateful for everything I have. Yeah. not take anything for granted not yeah. taking freedom for granted not yeah. taking dance yeah. classes for granted yeah. not take the teachers for granted and you know yeah. um just know that we were blessed to come through this all together and have like such a lovely time together um so yeah, yeah. It, it was really kind of there's a lot to look forward Learning to of. yeah and yeah. we have a lot to look forward to yeah. and I think we're the same here now um you know it's kind of Look, my children are all going into exam. Well, my eldest is going into his leaving cert year. My daughter's in fifth year, and uh, my son, uh, my youngest son, is in gone, just gone into fourth year. So, big changes and a, a lot to look forward to, really, because they, I think, as well from for my children, from my family, they realise that independent learning is really really important and I think that what you said there was we depended on the teachers a lot you know up to now and so did our children yeah but then when they came off school especially the older ones the ones that were in secondary school I yeah. think that they realized you know what independent independent learning really yeah. stands to you yeah absolutely so, and the different ways of learning you know like yeah. you know we had obviously they did a lot of books but um like when we were home we were like right go find that out and they'd go and they'd get their map out or they go did you yeah. know this country was right beside this country or yes things like yes. you know and you're going just gathering information they're soaking up information from everywhere you know from everywhere absolutely and that's what learning is so it doesn't all have to um happen in within this in the four walls of the school it happens every day everywhere and the more we empower our children yeah. to take on that information that you know the better they're going to be throughout their life because they'll build resilience and they'll build confidence and they will build their they will uh, realize their own ability to be able to self-learn yeah yeah it's it's brilliant and it's just to see them and they they want to learn you know they've yeah. got a thirst for knowledge it's just it's beautiful to yeah. watch even if yeah. it's just the little things like you know it's really really cute that's it so that's it Lynn I think we're coming to the end now I could probably sit here and talk to you all night because it's so it's so lovely to speak to another parent who has uh, gone through all of the things or is going through all of the things that I've gone through with my four children it's been a tough couple of years but by god you and all those other mammies and daddies out there we got to the other side yeah you know which is really really lovely yeah so thanks very much for joining me no it was an absolute pleasure and for everybody listening thank you all for joining myself and lynn today on family life podcast and i hope to see you or hear from you pretty soon bye bye thanks Anita. thank you for listening to family life podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode with me anita fletcher and my special guest lynn tui as much as i did I loved listening to Lynn's stories about the run-up to going back to school, about all of the things that happened throughout the pandemic and about what she has to look forward to now that we're getting back to normal. Today's top tips and takeaways would be 
Remember that you are not on your own when it comes to these fears. If the worst comes to pass and your child does contract COVID or is a close contact, this will be a hard time. But remember, you can do hard things. For more information on the pandemic and the guidelines around it, please see gov.ie. And of course, as always, for more Family Life Matters, you can join us here on Family Life Podcasts, brought to you by Soundspace. This podcast was brought to you by Soundspace, the go-to place for all the latest podcasts on topics such as mental well-being, nourishment, parenting, and health and fitness.